What is going on, comic fam? It's your boy, the bearded comic bro, and I am joined by comic creator Simon Burks. Welcome to the show. Hello there. I'm I'm excited to talk to you. You currently have a book from uh, Top Cow, which is a publication out of Image of, yep. and, and it's called Antarctica. And I want to hop into all things about that. Um, but as always, when I have a creator on the show, especially if it's the first time, I want to know, like, have you always had a love for comics, like as growing up, or did you kind of fall into liking comics later? Well, yeah. So I think the first memories of comics are going to be um, uh, my nan. Uh, she bought them, uh, bought Spider-Man comics for me, uh, the, like the English editions or the UK editions, um, when I was about seven. So we're talking about ni- yeah, 1977, that sort of time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I remember having those and obviously enjoying them. So really, you know, at a very base level, I'm a Spider-Man person. Um, because that's the that's the comic I, I was bought, um, and uh, yeah. But saying that, then there, I have to say that there was quite a big lull probably between that then <laughs> and when um, we started doing comics. I think it was probably around 2012. Where I had the idea of um, maybe I could take some of my uh, short film scripts because um, I've had. I've had whole thing of diff- doing different things yeah. but, uh, and sort of a- adapting these short film scripts uh, into or trying to at least uh, into comics uh, and uh, and yeah so we did that and, and we, we we had a look around the um, the, the UK comic cons and, um, and yeah to find artists but that, that's probably a whole new story but yes the actual yeah I've always been a nerd it's a truth yeah. um, and uh, and comics is probably where it started um, but there has been a big, long sort of. There was a gap where I, I wasn't really following comics. I have to say, but um, but the last I don't know, seven, eight, nine years, um, yeah, yeah, it's it is kind of a big passion now. So. Yeah. So you you said you kind of were working on short films and stuff. Was that were those screenplays that you were writing and adapting, or you know? What was that? What was that kind of process that then led you to say? Because then you said you wanted to take some of these short films and turn them into comics. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, the the writing journey uh, started off by kind of uh, winning a poetry competition at school when I was eleven, uh, and then sort of it grew from there. Really, I, yeah, I didn't have any passion at all to write to write before then, and then as soon as that happened, I thought, oh God, I'm good at something. Um, better do something <laughs> about that. Um, and uh, yeah, and and really, but so you know, obviously a whole load of teen teen angst poetry sort of thing, right. and then went on to um, yeah, short stories and. Uh, Play, short plays and plays and uh, eventually we got uh, go around to screenplays and uh, so I'm still getting darker but anyway um, but yeah it's uh, yeah screenplays and I I I'd written um, uh, yeah a couple of screenplays and then I was doing these uh, these I, I joined up to like an indie film network because you know we've we have actually filmed a couple of them as well that we've done. Nice. Um, and uh, I thought, okay, I suddenly got that that realization where it's going to cost me like a you know thousands, probably of pounds to make these short films, and there's not the biggest um, audience out there for them. Um, is there a different way of doing it? I can't remember when that light bulb moment. In fact, I wish I had that light bulb now, so I could actually be lit <laughs> up. But I wish I had yeah that light bulb moment um, when it happened. But yeah, but it did. And then I thought, okay, let's try and uh, yeah, let's see if I can uh, yeah adapt these short films. But so yeah, it's been I've I've written a lot of different sorts of things, and you know I'm, I'm very much of um, 
uh, I think uh, when I was younger, I had a saying, which is buy my own. So it seems that I would just, you know, if I can do something, I'll try and give it a go, you know, and that's why, right. you know, we've got, so we, we, we filmed a, um, like a little TV sitcom series with uh, uh, Norman Lovett from Red Dwarf. He played Holly in Red Dwarf, the first one. And uh, and we also, so we did, um, wrote a couple of films and uh, filmed one of the films and, and we were in another one of the films. So, yeah, so yeah, it, it's, um, yeah, it's been a hell of a journey, but uh, yeah, and then, yeah, and then uh, I say then we we kind of circle back around to comics. I think is the right way of putting it. Yep. Um, and then and we, uh, me and my wife, I say we, uh, Mary Alice, we had a look at uh, we went to comic cons in the UK uh, about 2013, 2014, uh, and was very pleased with how you know there's a lot of people, a lot of creators, independent creators out mm-hmm. there. So I thought, okay, well, it is clearly it's a thing that happens, and it's not just my uh, my weird uh, dream. Um, and yeah, so uh, and we we, we uh, tried a couple of uh, of artists, um, and then found one who who had done previous anthology work, and they were really committed to doing uh, the first uh, the first comic, which was called Sinners, Sinners Number One, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, which was number one of an epic twelve. 12- 12 issue series so i mean and i can always suggest not doing that when you're first starting out in comics <laughs> because everyone walks up to your table and says oh great is this a, you know is this a one and done no you have to wait 12 years for them all to come out but yeah, anyway uh it's a long haul but but we learn uh but yes yeah, sinner's number one and um so yeah remember again we kind of 20, 2015 well we did kickstarter january 2015 asked for well, just about limped over the line. Um, I'd got the goal um, with like day, literally days, a couple of days to go, which was lovely. Um, and uh, yeah, and then this, you know started sitting behind the comic con table with our with our one comic, um, losing money on a regular basis by doing so, but but learning, learning all yeah. the way. So. Yep. And that's, and that kind of is how it seems like it goes as you're, you're creating your learning. Like you said, you started to do all self-publishing, it seems like, and then with Kickstarter, you know, putting it out there to the world. Um, and you got connected with um, Top Cow here. Uh, how did that connection work as we're starting to lead into, you know, the series with them? Yeah. Uh, well, I was, I, was, I was right place, right time. Uh, they they yeah. did a, uh, a Kickstarter themselves for the Stairway Anthology book. And one of the reward tiers was, um, was to get the six-page a story in the stairway anthology uh so and it, it was a thousand dollars and i thought that's just it's too good a chance to pass up yeah um and, and i was fortunate enough you know to, to have that money and so um yeah so i backed it and and then when you know they were doing a round table sort of thing so we we sort of made it into a holiday and flew out to la and had a little you know, had a little holiday around this sort of uh sit down at top cow yeah. it was nice nice to sit down and, and obviously um meet people face to face and and chat about it uh and honestly i think they liked the story uh they, i guess they saw it had potential um uh, and yeah and uh, I, I they asked kind of they said you know perhaps you'd like to pitch a full yeah you know, uh, whatever a full arc uh for this story and so i did and um the rest is history i guess but uh, they said they liked it and uh, that's that's so cool so it that was one of the one of the reward tiers on this anthology was that you could you could pay to get a couple pages into their anthology and it just kind of was like you're like i i would I, well, I love that because it's like you're like you know what 
it seems like you felt like you knew what you brought and you knew what you had. And you said, you know what, this is worth it. This is worth the money. This is worth the chance. Yeah. And it seems like it paid off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when we went over there, I mean, I, I, because we use Kickstarter a lot, but basically we'd sort of do one a month now, but yeah, kind of, we've got a lot of, we, I had quite a few books done by then. So I was able to go out there and as I always, always think, you know, it's great to have these, you know, have the comics, but they, part of my, brain it, it sort of looks at them and that they, they are calling cards they are they are look this is what i've done this is what i can do yeah. so i took a i took the ones that i'd done already and i, I you know i kind of surreptitiously or probably not very surreptitiously knowing me i just kind of gave them to them say hey look i do this stuff too so and they like working with me too i think that's another yep. thing it was a it was a, a good process so um all those things together didn't half help yeah so, so- if someone's listening to this interview um, via the podcast uh, or if they're watching the YouTube video here, what is your series from uh, Top Cow? What is it about? You know, Antarctica, it, it's ongoing right now um, in the midst of this recording. I think you're at the towards the end of arc one, volume one, uh, I'm about to get ready to get into the second arc. So what is this? What is this series that you've created? Uh, it's a uh, sci-fi series. Uh, I, I quite like uh sort of single location things i think okay. it goes back to the plays and stuff as well but also things like films like phone booth where you just one place and and it you know it takes a lot of riding to get it to work yeah you know, 12 angry men is one of my favorite films because it's, it's kind of one place so um so so antarctica is one of those places and it is on a, a on earth and it's kind of, kind of secluded oh, we've all well all seen the thing but you know it, yeah. it's that sort of thing, and uh, you can have something happen out there, and you know you're not just going to hop on your mobile phone and sort of sort it out. So yeah, that's that's quite a nice feature of it. But mm. the actual story is that we have uh, a girl called Hannah Curtis, whose uh, father works out in Antarctica um, while she's growing up, and she looks forward to him coming home. Obviously, each time he comes back from from his sort of uh, work out there, uh, and uh, but one day he doesn't come back. Uh, and she's sort of around 13, 14. And then mm-hmm. it kind of throw, puts, throws her off the rails a bit. Um, and over the next few years, she sort of becomes about homeless, really, lost yeah. in many ways, but also homeless. Uh, and uh, But there, there's a, she has a friend um, uh, called Jim who, who helps her out and, and sort of suggests to her nicely that maybe uh, maybe she could you know train in, into doing something and so she goes along uh, and she chooses to be or to train as an engineer so over a couple next couple of years she gets the qualifications and she thinks okay now i can maybe go out to antarctica and find him uh something happens to jim as well but i'm not going to go into that if you read issue one you'll know Uh, and then um she gets out to antarctica but as soon as she does um weird you know blinding flashlight something weird happens and uh, another Antarctica station, kind of like her one, um, called the same but bigger, um, shinier, uh, appears uh, in uh, sort of opposite her. Uh, and another Hannah Curtis, this one's a doctor. Uh, so Dr. Curtis comes out and, and is sort of a, a, a double doppelganger, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, other world, you know, all, you know, alternate world sort of uh, Hannah. Uh, and yeah, and says, okay, we've got to talk about father. And uh, all of a sudden, and that's how it ends. That's how issue one ends. And and of course, this is um, 
Yeah, uh, and it's, so it's sci-fi, it's mystery, it's uh, action thrillery type thing. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun to write. There's a lot of uh, character. There, there's a core team of characters, yeah. um, but it, it kind of obviously it it also has yeah. Um, cliffhangers at the end of each issue yep. uh people will suddenly appear that you think oh okay and it's just i don't know it's really interesting i really like sort of throwing things at people and and uh yeah and and it's exciting and the lovely people at top cow um yeah enjoying it and say so they, they they renewed it for uh arc two so which is exciting so yeah it, um issue five comes out uh november and then we'll um We'll start with issue six, but issue six throws us back 15 years. So we start to get some of the, um, uh, well, just some of the mysteries, maybe, yeah. you know, the clues to them being explained and stuff like yeah. that. But, but it's a whole new, it's a mystery, it's another kind of mystery. It's, it's, it's we see Hannah when she's younger. Okay. Uh, but which Hannah? But there you go. I'm not going to say it, but you know, one of the Hannahs we see when she's younger. Uh, and something happened so yeah it, it's it's pretty exciting so when you started out with this process uh was was this story was this the six page that you kind of put into the anthology or was this was that something different completely no it was literally the last six pages of, of issue one is okay what's in the anthology um drawn by a different artist um but uh yes yeah 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 so we've uh yeah, so it's, yeah, it's quite science. So, uh, and and that's the only part which is in Antarctica in issue one. So the the rest of it, uh, the first whatever sixteen pages, uh, are really getting to know Hannah and, and okay. seeing the the uh, the distressing life she's had beforehand, and and really yeah. trying to get people to buy into, you know, care. We want so, to care. what I want to dig into the process a little bit for you with you because it sounds like this was an idea you know it started as a six page idea mm. and then i'm assuming you know once top cow was like hey let's go with this it was a five issue and now you got renewed you know you got extended for more how do yeah. you as a writer process this and create to say like okay i need to create something that six pages to sell and now I'm like, once they say like, all right, you have five issues. How do you create yeah. with the idea of saying, hopefully I get to tell more story, but still wrap up that arc? Like, what's that process like for you? Um, um, chaotic? No, it's <laughs> fine. Um, it's uh, the process is uh, the so the six pager is just kind of a, like a so a real taster. I mean, even in, in in those six pages, even though you never see Jim, she does actually reference Jim. Okay. Uh, so and it's kind of so I think I wrote those six pages always hoping that I was going to write you know a whole issue. Um, yeah. So I yeah, so it kind of just le it does leave it hanging quite a lot. Uh, then I wrote the the, the five issue uh, first arc. Uh, at, it's fair to say that the last page has changed after getting okay. reviewed. Something else was going to happen, um, but but it wasn't. I can't say it wasn't going to be tied up with a nice bow. It, you know, issue five. Yeah, it was always going to be. You know, okay, that's happened. Now what sort of thing? Um, but you could kind of get away with it, I suppose. Um, so that's that's it. But now, so we changed the the last page and extended it a little bit just to get, to give. Um, to introduce someone and then yeah and then we so we 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 go back in time so it's um which feels very right it's interesting you know i sat down to to think about what was going to happen next and and really 
after introducing a character, I think, yeah, I need to, we need to flesh this out. Otherwise, yeah. I can't just bring people in just for the sake of it and think, you know, oh, I didn't tell you who this was. So, um, so I wanted to go back and, and, and talk about that. And, and also, yeah, it just, it's just starting to, you know, to round out the story, to, to really give some um, background, world building, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yes. That's, that's, the process is interesting. Um, and uh, again, at the end of this, of the, uh, at the end of the second arc, yeah, we do sort of, for the third arc, touching word, with the third, third arc, we're going to then go back to the current day, you know, now, okay. and then continue with yeah. it. So the, the second arc is, is kind of its own thing. But we get, you know, some of the motivations behind what people are doing. So when you're reading it now, you think, oh, okay, that's what's what. And then ideally that will then help lead with stuff that you do in the third arc that makes yeah. sense because you have a little bit of background that you can introduce mm. some stuff in the third arc that yeah. kind of happened already before the first arc. You just didn't know about it. And then you can yeah. move the story along a little bit more. So it yeah. gives it a fun dynamic like that for you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's very it's very exciting yeah. to write like this. Um, I, cool. I, I, it, it, I do leave a bit of the mystery for me as well as I'm writing it. I, I'm, I'm not sitting here thinking, okay, I've, I've got this thirty issue, yeah, story plan because I do not have that. I just, but I, I know where I'm going to end up in in the end. But let's have some fun along the way. So okay, so you have you have the end point in mind, but you don't know necessarily what the journey is to get to mm. that point. Okay. That's so the idea yeah. is it could it could go as long as possible because once you find out the end date, you can then wrap it up to get to where you want. But you have some other stories that hopefully you could maybe piece together or tell in a way that you'd like to. Very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no, so no. cool. Yeah, it's is, is pretty cool. Is is the process different for you of like I know you said you kind of started writing in screenplays and things like that, where do you have a set kind of like, hey, a screenplay is, you know, if it's a 30 minute TV show or an hour and a half movie or two out like what's the process for you of adapting from like a set timeline of you got a story to tell with the, this amount of time where then comics can are kind of like you might have an end line you might not is there yeah. a different process or is it the same thing and you just kind of adjust things as you go i think i'm enjoying this idea that the second yeah you know, we're, we're obviously writing in arcs really so i think that that's working well you know writing basically yeah. series isn't it so yeah. really okay this series we're going to do this um so yeah so uh i'm enjoying writing like that um yeah i, I a lot of the stories that i've written for so i i published as well and i published my own stories as well um the story is as long as the story is, really, yeah. whatever whatever feels right. Um, so, and, and in a way, I think Antarctica will be similar. There will be a stage where I think, okay, this is nice. We can wrap this up now. I don't know when that is, but, you know, we, we can yeah. do that. But but we, we have other strong characters here, which, you know, could... You know, in my in my in my sort of head canon, we're, we're, you know, these people are off over here doing this, you know, and and maybe we can you know show them doing that. But yeah. you know, um, yeah. But it's uh, yeah. I'm sorry. The actual question was what was the question? You, know, the, you, you got there. The question okay. was just like, does the writing process change where you know, like, you have a set story, like you only have this much time to tell the story, versus a comic where it might be like. You you have this much time, but you could have more. Um, yeah, yeah, with yeah, very much. I mean, Antarctica is quite 
intense really as a writing process right you know we're, we're, we're I, w- I want to set up mysteries i want to surprise people with every issue uh you know I, and it has to kind of wrap each arc has to wrap up at the end of at the end of the issue so at the end of the fifth issue so that's more intense than my usual writing process which is okay let's see where this goes yeah <laughs> right so, so you where did this idea for Antarctica kind of come about because it is it is I you know you said you like to tell stories set in a single place like a player and mm. in, in a location but where was it for you like I have something here and this is a story I want to tell I don't really know the uh, I remember I was sitting at the, the again the, the top cow round table uh, yeah. and uh, I know we had to bring in an idea for that uh, and I think Again, at, at some point, probably in the month or two before that, I came up with this idea. I sat down with a blank screen in front of me and thought, "Okay, this is this is it's going to be about yeah, somebody in Antarctica." I I don't know. Many obviously, as with all yeah. things, it's going to be influenced by so many things, um, yeah. including you know the thing. Even though there's not a uh, you know a, 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 a shift. A shape-shifting uh, alien involved right. but um it is it, that sort of thing and, and uh i don't know it's it, and um, I, I wish i could tell you it, it, no that's it's just uh i not there was no penny dropping moment i'd say i haven't looked at the document i have got the document somewhere um which where i kind of roughed out what i was going to do but right. where that initial where the initial um impetus was i don't know well, but that I guess that leads me to is that is that the process for you a little bit? Do you have a lot more where you're like, hey, I just need to sit down and write and come up with an idea um, yeah. more than like, oh, I have like like you said, a penny drop moment or like, oh, this is it. Boom. Like it's more of just like I want to write something. I don't know necessarily what it is and we'll see what yeah. comes of that. What what probably happened was I probably had an idea about writing a, a, a comic about Antarctica and probably about the doppelganger moment. Yeah. And then the Top Cow thing came along and I, I thought, okay, I could do it for that. I think I, that's possibly... That's, that's prob- I mean, I, I have a, you know, a whole uh, Evernote full of ideas. I mean, yep. when they come to me, you just drop them down or lines or whatever they are. So I do have that. And whenever, if I ever... I'm in need of, okay, what am I going to do? Well, yeah, I've got, oh my God, I've got some hours to spare. What can right. I do? And, you know, sometimes I look at that and I see, I get, try and get some sort of, um, uh, yes, some of the ideas from there really that I've already dreamt up in, in, in more creative moments. But generally with ideas, it, it is that thing where you I, I, I either see something or overhear something and I think, what if? Yeah, and you, and, I, and I just run with it from there. Uh, but generally, I'll just write down a couple of couple of lines just to give me a okay. You can yeah. worry about this later. So I know you said um, when you made the pitch of in the six story arc that got into the anthology that mm-hmm. now once it was well, they said hey let's let's run with a series. Um, the art's different. How did this creative team for the ongoing series here come about? The uh, so Woody Roberts is the uh, artist for it, uh, and Lyndon White is the um, is the letterer. Uh, both uh, of them I've worked with before. So I, I, I run a company called uh, Blue Fox Comics in in the UK, uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, 
Lyndon is also an artist, and uh, so he, he kind of letters a lot of our books, yeah. but he's also drawn quite a few of our books as well. So I've got a good working relationship. He's also kind of the Blue Fox graphic design person. So you know, when I need the you know the inside covers or the covers just you know mapped onto the templates, he's a, he's the chap who does that. Uh, so I just talk with him a lot. Good friend with him, uh, Willie Roberts. Um, uh, I, uh, he's also say so he was also worked for Blue Fox. He's uh, I write game books as well, so the choose your own adventure things. Yeah. So yeah, and Willie's done some of the internal art. We cool. can, well, all in fact all of the internal art for the for the game books that I do, uh, and he's also uh, the artist on the book I've got called Cloder. Um, and also I've done an adaptation of the thing on the doorstep, and he's the artist for that. So I I knew right. uh, Willie as well. I I, I know. And I, I know they, 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 their process, I know that they're, they're quick uh, and they're really good. Uh, and so, yeah, so it was really nice. It was really nice being able to bring these people who work for Blue Fox and, uh, and not work for Image before or the Top Cow Image. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's, um, that, yeah. And I said to them, yeah, do you want to do it? And I think they said yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and then and it's just gone uh, very well, very, very well. Yeah. So I want to I want to respect your time, Simon, as well, um, and right. things. But you know, as we're kind of wrapping up, of where can people follow along with you to stay up to date with what you're creating and what you're working on in comics? Okay, uh, we've got a couple of main sort of uh, social media names, I suppose. Uh, Blue Fox Comics. Uh, you'll find this, you know, everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, and uh, and all the other smaller thingies right uh, now they're cropping up uh, and also for me personally s burke's writer so um yeah my name and uh, with writer mm -hmm. on the end s burke's writer uh, and again that's uh, instagram um x uh, and uh, whatever uh, yeah <laughs> whatever weird thing they want to call it now uh, and and that sort of stuff so yeah you can just uh, follow me on there uh, we also have a um uh a sub stack, so we've got a Blue Fox Comics stuff sub stack and a branching narrative sub stack, so that's uh, that's the game books and stuff like that. Nice, and obviously, we've been talking a lot about Anarcha, that's kind of how we got connected. Um, is there anything else that we haven't gotten to hit on that you'd love to talk about pr past projects? Uh, mm -hmm. that you know, say, hey, go check this out, or more stuff that you're working on, and say, I got this in the pipeline, be looking out for it, or just no, nah, just yeah. focus on Anarcha. <laughs> No, no, that's fine. No, I mean, Antarctica is really is out there. It's in the shops. Go along, yeah. stick it on your pool list. Um, that'd be fantastic. That'd be that'd make me a very happy man. Uh, and um, at the moment, we've got a so we do a Kickstarter every month. There's one on there at the moment, which is for uh, a, a game of book, a branching narrative. Um, it's called Monuments. So if you go and search Simon Burks on Kickstarter, you'll find my name. And you know, it's like say it's the fifty seventh one we've done. So you know, we're there. We're there monthly. Um, uh, and yeah, and if you back one, then Kickstarter will inevitably email you with all the other ones that we send out. So, uh, yeah, go, go and have a look there. If you like independent comics, uh, we also publish other people's comics as well. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so creators send you know, their completed works in, and if they're kind of we think they're a good fit for Blue Fox, then you know we'll we'll talk to them and and uh, draw that up. So we publish quite a few of those. Uh, you see me in this strange lighting environment because I'm just about to. Well, we, we've got uh, MCM London, um, Read Pop um, uh, convention over here. Uh, so that's the big one, really, for the yeah. for the end of the year. Um, 
so yeah, so we're just preparing for that. I'm in the Airbnb, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's um, so that that's really good. So if you're in the UK, you know, wander along and, and come and say hello. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're if you if you search my name, you'll, my face comes up. I think also an axe murderer does. It's not the same person, but uh, <laughs> thankfully, it's two completely different things. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like me. I mean, the makeup's good, so it's fine. That's great. Well, Simon, thank you so much for just for taking some time to talk about comics with me and, you know, all the all the stuff you're working on. Um, I'm excited to continue to check out your stuff and see. But, uh, gang, go check out Anarcho. It's on your poll. Uh, and then, like, if you're interested in some of the gaming books and things like that, oh, yeah. you know, look on Kickstarter. Look at Simon Burks. Figure it out, gang. Go support independent comics. I love check out Blue Fox. Um, a lot of cool stuff there. So again, Simon, thank you so much for taking some time to talk about comics with me. That's lovely. Thank you very much. With that being said, gang, uh, make sure you find some time to curl up, grab a book, and nerd out. Peace.